Hello, my brothers, your boy, Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor, and welcome here to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this, shoot for the moon, dot, dot, dot. Sit back and relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. Hi, my name is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. 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 <laughs> You're listening to Warrior on Fire. On Fire. On fire. <laughs> Wake up, Warrior. Wake up, all warrior. right, all right, all right. So here, here's a phrase I hear constantly from people. Ready? I get to talk to a lot of people. Old people, young people. Talking to an 83-year-old guy at the CVS pharmacy yesterday. We were just there uh, picking up some crafts for my girls. I happen to have a little craft section there, so we head on over there by the house. I'm talking to this 83-year-old guy. I've talked to, like, little kids. I've talked to people in their 30s, guys in their 30s, men in their 40s, I've, people all ages. And one thing that's common amidst all humanity is this fear to fail. And so what ends up happening in this sense of fearing to fail, though, really comes down to this story of not looking bad. Like they don't want to look foolish, they don't want to look bad, they don't want to look stupid, they don't want to look not smart. They don't want to appear to be something that is less than perfect. So this starts to create this whole conversation we're going to have today around this twisted reality of perfection, married up to this twisted reality of self-perception, mixed into this twisted reality that somehow the safe way to live life is to simply just Hold back and not go all in. Now, this is bullshit. It's fear bullshit. I'm going to prove it to you today. Well, at least I'm going to give you a conversation. You can prove it to yourself. I don't need to prove it to you anything. I just know for myself how this game works. And so there's a phrase, an actual uh, a poster above my daughter's bed. And I'm right here in my daughter's room, like, actually doing this daily fuel because I wanted to look at the sign because it was reminding me about this topic I wanted to give to you today. And it says, by Les Brown, great speaker. Dude's been speaking forever, personal development trainer. Wonderful, wonderful man. Uh, great topic, know his sons, know him, not like best besties here, we're not BFFs, we don't send texts and like, you know, tag each other on Instagram or anything, but great guy, and one of the quotes that he has here on her wall is, shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you'll land among the stars, nice statement, right, nice statement, what does this practically mean, like, set some challenges up for yourself in life, one of the foundational games or conversations inside of the warrior movement, the warrior brotherhood, is based upon this idea of the code, which is then built to the core, which is then built to the keys, but ultimately is surrounded with this, guy, this concept called the game, which is my life itself is a game. My life itself has a purpose, and it is to expand. The only way I expand is to make decisions. The only way I, I can make decisions is to actually get off my ass and do something and say, okay, I'm going to do this thing. But the moment I say that I'm going to do this thing, then it might not turn out exactly like I'm thinking. And as Les Brown put for us here just a moment ago, I might set a target or set a goal or create a game to go try something or to do something new across my body with my being, my spiritual purpose with my balance and my marriage with my kids, or in my business with my marketing, my sales and my systems, I might set a target to shoot for the moon and I might not hit it. And the truth is, oftentimes you're not going to hit it. And for that simple reason alone, as Henry David Thoreau said it, most men, we'll throw in women on this one too, most men, hashtag slash women, most men and women will live lives of quiet desperation to go to the grave with their song still in them. Why? Why? Why do they do this? They do this because of fear to reach. Now, Jesus taught about this also in the Bible. It's called the parable of the talents. Okay, parable of the talents. What was going down here? Well, there were three dudes. 
Each of these dudes were given talents or given money, okay, coins. There was a master of a vineyard who was given, given three talents or three, three of his dudes, he was giving them some money. He gave to one dude, I think he gave him like three, I think it was two, three, and five. I think it was how many he gave. I don't even know. Don't break my balls over this. My goodness. I know I'm going to get some asshole who's going to be like, Oh, oh, it's exactly, see, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 because it's not blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, where's your podcast? Piss off. Anyways. So there's these dudes, they got these three guys, and they give, they're given some coins, they give us some talents. They were called talents, money back then. <clears throat> the master gives it to him, he disappears, he leaves, and he just says, hey, let's see what you can do with this. And the, the story continues, and the guy, with, the guy with five turns it into ten, the guy with two or three turns it into six, and the dude with two buries it in the ground, has still two. The master comes back, and he looks at the people, and he's like, well, listen, guys, um, how did you do with the money I gave you? And the guy with five... The guy with five said, well, hey, you know, I took the five you gave me, I shot for the moon, and I missed and went to the stars, but I got ten. I got ten. I got ten. And he's like, well done, thou good and faithful servant. And then it comes the second one, he's like, all right, well, how did you do? I gave you three. What did you do? Well, you know what? I didn't get ten, but what I did get is I got three more, so I got six. I shot for the moon, and you know what? I missed also, but I landed in the stars, which gave me six. And then he comes the third guy and he says, okay, well, how did you do? And he's like, oh, well, to tell you the truth, I was scared shitless. So what I did is I just, I went out in the backyard, I got a shovel that I borrowed from my neighbor, I grabbed the Ziploc baggie, I put the coins in the baggie, I buried the baggie down deep into the earth, and then I filled that little hole up with dirt, covered it on over, I even brought over the lawn furniture, and I covered up the hole. And I put a rug there, like I, I put in all this energy to make sure that I didn't lose. Not only did I not shoot for the moon and land in the stars, I shot for the shitter and ended up in the shitter. Nothing happened. And it's funny the response the master has with this dude. He's like, well, listen, I, I, for fear of losing these talents, the money, I hid them in the earth because I knew that you were a hard man and that you were an intense master, you were an intense business person, and that you would have you know, sliced me to pieces if I lost this money. And the master doesn't respond the way he's thinking. He's excited. He's like, listen, I played it safe. I played it comfortable. I, I, I kept myself secure. I didn't take any risks. Aren't you proud of me for not even trying? Now, he's expecting to get this great response like, oh, congratulations. Way to not lose our money. Now, I realize some of you with your financial advisors, this is how you operate. Because you've been investing like a knucklehead and you've got all kinds of people you're giving money to. You don't even understand what you're doing. You don't even understand the first conversation about it. You're just kind of throwing your money out there and hoping people take care of it. And that really has become your financial plan. You're like, oh, I hope you don't lose my money. That would be great if this year you didn't lose my money and I still have the same amount from last time. Well, you know what? Maybe you've become that way when it comes to your investing, too. Maybe you've become the kind of person who's trying to bury your talents in the earth, trying to get something for nothing, and you've decided to shirk your responsibility and stewardship with actually learning how to take that money and grow it. Maybe you're the answer. Maybe you're the one who gets to figure it out. Maybe you're the one that gets to invest in yourself and to grow and to learn to become more so that you could ultimately produce more. Now, this is not a financial conversation. But it's an analogy or parable we're using. And so the master gets fired up. And he says, listen, at least you could have taken the money, gone down to the bank, and gotten me some interest, a.k.a. usury. At least you could have gotten me, at least you could have lent the money out, for goodness sakes, and got me like even half a talent. 
on top of the two talents instead of taking the two talents and burying them in the earth. And he's like, well, I didn't want to lose them. And right here is the key. See, most human beings day to day are running around living lives under three words of damnation. Safe, secure, and comfortable. Three very simple words. Safe, secure, and comfortable. They're saying, I want to live a life that's safe. Okay, cool. Well, guess what? The only way that you can stay safe is to wrap yourself up in bubble tape, put yourself in a padded room, and lay there. And guess what? You're still not going to be safe. Well, I want, I want to be comfortable. What comfort really means to most people is, is I don't want to change. I don't want to risk. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to have an opinion because if I have an opinion or if I do something that's different than what my parents raised me to do or what my neighbors think I should do or what my spouse tells me I should do, I don't want to rock the boat. So I'd rather be comfortable and bury my talents in the backyard. I'd rather not shoot for the moon even if I'll miss and land in the stars because what if I miss the stars? Like, what if I shoot for the moon, I don't hit the moon, I don't hit the stars, I don't even hit the ceiling. Then I'm going to look like an idiot. I'm going to feel stupid. And see, most people's fears are wrapped up in this egoic, twisted game of wanting to look good. See, where are you at in your life on this? For years, I was so scared to share what I was feeling. Scared to be honest, honest with my wife, honest with my parents, honest with my friends, honest with my brothers and sisters, honest in the marketplace, to speak what was real for me. I was so scared because I didn't want to look stupid. I didn't want to be made fun of. I didn't want to be uncomfortable. I didn't want to be insecure. And so I started to buy into the words of damnation too, which is, oh, please, oh, please, let me be safe. Dear Lord, let me be safe. Dear Lord, let me be comfortable. Dear Lord, let me be secure. But the problem is, your safety, your comfort, and your security does not exist in your stagnation. It does not exist in your hiding. It does not exist in burying of your talents in the earth. It does not exist by taking the voice inside of you that continues to call you to do something great. Call you to speak out truth that you know you've got to speak out. To release yourself of the bondage of the secrets and the sedation that you continue to put inside yourself. There is a calling inside of you that's telling you right now, brother, to do something, but you're not doing it. And you're not doing it because you're scared. You're scared that you might shoot for the moon and not only miss the moon, you might miss the stars. You might end up in the toilet. And see, there are two versions of this. See, the problem is, is when your life really, 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 really sucks, you're more likely... You're more likely in that pain to do something about it. This is why so many of the people who listened to Jesus when he served in his ministry, is why so many of the people were poor. They were broke. They were homeless. They were beggars. They were lepers. They listened. Why? They listened because it was easier to listen because they had nothing. See, when you have nothing, you're humbled. When you have nothing, there's a willingness and an openness at times that doesn't exist when you have a lot of stuff to lose. So later on in the Bible, a rich man comes to Jesus and says, Listen, I love everything you talk about. 
I love everything you talk about. I, love, I, I have been living the code that you are preaching. I am following every word that you're throwing down. I am listening to every sermon you've put out in the last like 60 days. I love it. I breathe it. I preach it. And I want to know one thing. What could I do to level up? What could I do to become more? And Jesus says, awesome, sell all that you have and give it to the poor and come follow me. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second. Run that by me one more time. Sell all that you have, <clears throat> give it to the poor and come follow me. Now, people use this as justification not to make money. People use this as justification not to create abundance and prosperity. This is bullshit. This is a nice justifiable path. What, what really is happening is that Jesus is saying, listen, there is stuff in your life you're going to have to let go of. Stuff that you love. Stuff that you love. Stuff that has become so comfortable inside your life. And patterns of thinking and believing are the most powerful of all of them. Some of you are so used to being scared that you've got to let go of being scared. That you're going to have to let go of the fear and reach with faith. You're going to have to be willing to take a step forward in your life that you've been unwilling to take because of how scared you've been. And if you're unwilling to take that step, if you're unwilling to let go of the fear and stop worshipping the fear and stop becoming comfortable in the pain and the fear and the smallness of the way that you're living life, if you are unwilling to let that go, you are no different. Then the rich man who in sorrow turned away and walked away unable to do what God had asked him to do. See, God's asking you to do something in your life right now. It might be something small. It might be something big. And the reason you and I, we don't follow that voice, we don't follow that voice because we're scared. We're scared that we're going to look stupid. We're scared that we might screw it up. You're being called to launch a business or you're being called to change something in your business. Called to maybe get into a relationship that, that maybe it doesn't make sense for you. Or to stay in a marriage and maybe it's very painful and you would rather just get divorced. But you know what the voice is saying? Don't you dare. Don't you dare do that right now. There is a paradise on the other side of this pain. But you've got to be willing to let go of your story of the pain. You've got to become comfortable in what's uncomfortable. You've got to become secure in what is insecure. You've got to learn to leap and to run on the game of faith. You've got to learn how to play life by following the voice. And I'm sure amidst the fear and the worry and the stress of the man who buried his talents, there was a piece inside of him also who wondered, maybe I could do like them. As he looked at his two brothers who took their talents and they went out into the marketplace and they doubled them, I'm certain there was a piece inside of him that thought, I could do that too. But he decided to feed the peace in him that said he couldn't. He decided to feed the peace in him that told him to be scared. Because he was comfortable with it. And so my question for you as we wrap up today's Daily Fuel is simply this. What is it going to take for you, honestly? What is it going to take for you to begin to have an experience with faith the same way you have an experience with fear? And in what area of your life right now have you become an idolatrous person worshipping your fear instead of opening up to your faith? And my challenge for you is this. Talk to somebody about it. Talk to somebody about it. 
You don't have to be alone. Some of the greatest gateways in your life simply come from being willing to converse with another human being about what you're feeling. Share with them what you're feeling about this fear and about this faith and this thing that you want to move forward to. Share with them about the moon that you want to shoot for and the fear that you might land not in the stars but in the toilet. And we're going to bring this daily fuel to a close. My friends, thanks so much for being here today. Here's a couple of reminders. If you're not currently subscribed up on iTunes to Warrior on Fire, head on over to iTunes today and get yourself subscribed at Warrior on Fire to leave us a rating and a review. I know there's a lot of people who don't like our show. Thank you anyways for posting, <clears throat> for all the rest of you, the thousands and thousands and thousands of subscribers every single week that we're picking up from around the globe, 17 different countries now, here downloading and living the code, the core, the keys, and the game we call the modern way to living, the warrior's way to having it all here in the Daily Fuel. We sure appreciate you. If you'd also like some free video training that I created on this idea and this concept of having it all, free four-part video series, you can head on over to warrioronfire.com, put your email address in there, click submit, join our list, and along with that free video training, I'm going to send you a daily action guide via emails on demand of the palm of your hand in your cell phone every morning. You can read the notes, the tips, the tricks, the question of the day, the challenge of the day, and the key ideas and concepts from the daily fuel of that day. And you can follow along with what we're talking about here in the audios. On top of this also for all of our warrior men and women who are wanting to see the real life story of how the warrior's way is beginning to become not just a conversation but a movement that's impacting families and communities around the world. We've created some free documentaries and movies that you can pick up over at warrioronfire.com or excuse me wakeupwarrior.com. Just put your email in there, click submit, and that documentary series will be immediately available to you. Thanks so much for being here today. My name's Garrett J. White signing off saying love and light, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warrior on Fire. On fire. <laughs> Share this with other men you feel need to hear. Don't forget to give us a review in iTunes and subscribe. So, is there a website? Wake up, Wake up, Warrior. For more information and other amazing content for warrior men just like you, head on over to GarrettJWhite.com now. Wow.